How's it going, guys? We're tuning in today from a river walk that I'm having right here in beautiful Dallas, Texas. And I wanted to come on here and talk with you guys a little bit about some lessons I've personally been learning from my own journey with some new injuries showing up in my body. And I know this is something a lot of you guys can relate with and hopefully some of the things that I've been walking through can help you to be able to see some things you might be going through and maybe you might have some insight and thoughts on injuries and the conversation at hand here that I haven't thought of yet and so you guys can feel free to leave those message me them uh, on any of the social medias as you listen in on this and just a friendly reminder guys if you wouldn't mind just rating this podcast five stars you know liking it sharing it podcasts grow primarily by word of mouth and so anything that you do that helps me and this podcast to be able to spread what we're sharing here is to help more people would be very much appreciated so if you could just take the couple of seconds to you know do your part rate it even if you rate it one star just go ahead and give it a rating i'd love to know why you rated it that but uh hopefully you guys are leaving five star ratings um and we'll go ahead and dive on into this today so about probably three maybe four months ago now i want to say it was around may or june i ended up getting a pretty gnarly lower back injury and this wasn't one to where it's like oh man i just tweaked my back it felt kind of funky Uh, This actually happened to where I was squatting. I don't remember if it was warm-ups or if I was just doing high reps that day. I think I was doing doing high reps that day, like three sets of 20. And so I loaded up 135 pounds on the bar, which wasn't a lot for me at the time. Now it does feel like a lot uh, post-injury, but really just hitting my first set and going to increase the weights from there. Uh, And I got to about rep six on my set and got the worst lower back pain I have ever felt in my life. Um, I actually caught it on video and I basically had to stiffen everything up and kind of stiff leg myself over to the squat bar uh, or to the squat rack and place the bar back onto the, the hinges of the squat rack and I really couldn't bend my spine at all without pain. Um, I remember kind of just standing there. If you guys have ever hurt your back, you know that situation to where uh, you really just can't move, right? It's not like a knee injury to where it buckles out from underneath you. It's more so the lower back injury. It's like if you did buckle, you'd be in a lot of pain. You have to almost stiffen up every other part of your body just to uh, do what the spine is supposed to do, but, you know, with the other muscles around. And so I got this really sharp pain. It was It was bad. And, you know, from that, I really couldn't, move very well the way I walked was super stiff and definitely um, you know leaning to one side and it was hard I had to you know walk out of the gym at that point and grab my keys and drive home and I remember going home you know feeling pretty pretty jacked up I've never hurt myself lifting to that degree even with um, you know double knee surgeries myself a lot of the issues that came on there while there were sharp pains Um, they never really happened while I was lifting, right? It would always be like the next day or in the aftermath of it. This is the first time really I could feel something in pain from lifting. This is 10 years into lifting. 
now at this point in time, maybe nine. And uh, I start to just kind of wonder, what the heck is this? Because I've never had anything like this happen. And so I get home and uh, my wife sees me. She's never seen me this hurt. I remember she uh, ran me through some stretches and it was in that moment, you know, moving felt worse than not moving. It was kind of one of those situations to where just laying on the couch for an extended period of time or the bed felt like the best possible alternative. And I, that's what I did that day and, you know, slept as long as I could the next day. But man, my back was still pretty whack. I was able to bend a little bit more, but any sort of flexion for those of you guys who are exercise junkies, you know, things like bending the spine, reaching down towards the toes, Jefferson curls, uh, really hurt going into extension, like reaching up and uh, sending my hands back and arching the back, uh, kind of like the top of a sun salutation pose from yoga. That didn't really cause a lot of pain. Cobra, you know, going into extension like that didn't really hurt. Doing cross bench pullovers, you know, at the hips below actually felt kind of nice. A lot of extension felt pretty good. But anytime I went into flexion, it was just not, no bueno. And this lasted for about four to seven days where so it was still very inflamed and it got a little bit better each and every single time. Um, but now even three months later, I'm still not able to do the things that I was doing back then. For instance, I was in the best shape of my life. Um, when this was happening, I was, you know, my knees felt great. My whole body felt good. I was bench pressing a lot of weight, overhead pressing, squatting, uh, just starting to deadlift and suddenly my back throws out everything and for those of you guys who have had lower back injuries it basically impacts everything that you do you know the the spine and the core represents energetically and emotionally within the body your your identity right the core of who you are when you're lacking core strength it typically is a lack of identity in knowing or in following through and the lower back is just another part of the spine, right? Or another part of uh, the core system right there. And all of these musculatures that facilitate the spine to be able to move are vastly important because when you can't bend your spine or use your core muscles or your low back without twinging in pain, it limits everything. It limits running, it limits squatting, it limits... Um, sitting, it limits standing, it limits picking things up, it limits, you know, um, everything. And so with that, there's a lot of identity struggles that kind of come along there, especially for myself, you know, it's a, I'm an athlete, uh, I am the kingdom athlete, right? Uh, it was my Instagram handle for a while. And throughout this season, to where my lower back's still been in some pain over the past three or four months, it's definitely gotten better but there's still something there that's being figured out. Throughout this entire season, what it's really taught me and, and what I've personally seen as a continuing theme through most injuries that I've gotten and also I've seen clients get is it's a season to slow down, right? And, and to discover some other faculties that you hold, other strengths that you hold for myself viewing myself always as an athlete, you know, posting one to two videos every single day on, you know, Instagram and YouTube and um, Facebook and TikTok on different exercise uh, protocols, routines, things that you can do to be able to, you know, create a stronger, 
more resilient body, I wasn't able to do a lot of the exercises that I love to share because my lower back, uh, you know, just wasn't wasn't cooperating with a lot of those exercises anymore. So I had to limit a lot of what I could personally do. I had to stop the exercise routine I was going through. And really for a while, I lost a lot of structure in my workouts. And with injuries like this, for some of you guys, you might resonate, you know, when, when you lose a little bit of what you can do physically, it bleeds into other areas, you know, business, I lost structure, um, relationally started losing structure and, uh, it just bled into a lot of other areas of my life. And, and one of the big pieces that I've learned from this experience with my lower back hurting. And then around that same time, actually, probably about four or five weeks after that initial lower back injury, um, I got a flare up in my left knee. And for those of you guys who don't know, I think I mentioned earlier, I've had double knee surgeries myself. I had to relearn how to walk two different times, uh, both in 2016 and 2018 uh, for the left knee and then the right knee respectively. And so now the left knee is starting to get some of the similar issues that had come up beforehand on it. Um, what they had to do for the surgeries was go in and clean out some dead cartilage from my knees. And with that, uh, allow the joint capsule to just move a little bit better without those pieces of dead cartilage getting stuck in the joint capsule, basically like a, you know, a rock in a gear to where my leg would freeze up kind of peg leg style. And I couldn't, couldn't move it until one of those things jingled out. They went in and removed those and cleaned those up. And from that experience, uh, my knees have felt better since, but also had their ups and downs. But a lot of the protocols I've been able to learn from people like Ben Patrick um, and uh, a few others, but primarily ATG, you know, learning from uh, Knees Over Toes guy, Ben Clairfield, Keegan Smith, and a lot of other great people inside of the ATG community. Uh, my knees have felt the best that they've ever felt in a long time. So getting a, a flare up there was really unfortunate. And it's still something even going on in my body right now to where I'm not able to basically sit in that bottom fifth or bottom quarter range of motion on that left knee. And for the average individual, that's really not that big of an issue uh, to not be able to sit in that deep, deep squat, right? I can sit in a pretty deep squat, but not a super deep one without pain, feeling like uh, there's something sharp just jabbing into uh, the tissues in there. And so with the knee and the lower back coming in, I had to stop a lot of the similar workouts that I was doing. And in this season, what I've personally learned is, is it's stepping into the gift of my voice a lot more. For those of you guys who follow me on uh, Facebook and, and even Instagram, I've been putting in my stories, but primarily on Facebook, been sharing a lot on different pieces to help people walk through their own emotional journeys mindset journeys and and really being able to overcome the the battles that that people face right as believers you know we are one with jesus christ he made us into a new creation and these different pieces that come at us such as fear or overwhelm or uh, anxiety or anger right all of these different emotions that start to come in, especially around the time of an injury. You know, a lot of this is stuff I've had to, I've been applying myself. I'm just as much of a student as anybody when it comes to this. But these emotions as believers in Jesus and, and new creation reality, 
uh, kingdom citizens, people who just live in this beautiful time that we do to where we got the spirit of Jesus inside of us. Uh, it really doesn't make sense for us to fall victim to that. But, you know, when I got my injuries, that was definitely <laughs> what was going on. Anger, uh, overwhelm, anxiety, uh, fear, all of those things, you know, different questions starting to come up. And what was so pertinent for me is is the story of Jesus in the wilderness where he spent 40 days inside the desert just simply hanging out with the devil and listening to his lies. You know, the, there's only three recorded in the Bible from that 40-day experience, but you bet if he was out there for 40 days, I'd put my money on the fact that the devil didn't just talk to him three times. Because think about your own life when calamity or surprise strikes. You know, there's hundreds of thoughts a day for most people that are negative or um, leading towards thoughts that just don't serve you in that moment and don't recognize the authority and power that you actually walk in as a kingdom citizen. And uh, so I bet Jesus had to go through pretty similar experience there. But what was so powerful in that season, you know, when everything, he willingly had everything taken away from him, food, um, uh, social contact, right? Uh, stimulation, all of that. He, he walked into the wilderness similar to um, how a lot of us walk into an injury feeling like things are taken away from us or we're stepping into maybe it's not taken away from us but we're willingly going forward in a direction where we we have a lot less resources right like physical abilities and capabilities and man in that season jesus had to be able to learn to chat with the devil and take the lies that he told and be able to redirect them be able to find the truth and stand on the truth. It wasn't too hard for him to find the truth because he is the truth. But to be able to stand on and build his mental foundations upon a place to where it was just purely the truth. The conversations between him, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, things that they knew and engineered to be true, even when distractions and lies were popping up all around him. And so this season right now with injuries for myself and for those of you guys watching, I just want to encourage you and encourage myself right now that this is a season to where a lot of things are going to feel like they're taken away from you. And in that, there's going to be a lot of lies. There's going to be a lot of, you know, chatter around your purpose around your capabilities, around your impact, around your location. If you're in the right spot, if you're in the right industry, if your job is correct, if you're, you know, being the best husband you can be or wife that you can be, or if you're, if you're good enough, right? And so when that pops up with your physical injuries, this is the time to just sit with those emotions and just listen to them. You know, I was having a conversation. I was on um, Will Rest's podcast. I think it's called Supernatural Sales Professionals or something like that. Um, it's supernatural stuff, all the mystics, kingdom mystic stuff and, and sales as well. Really great conversation we had there. Um, part of that was, you know, I shared my testimony on how coming to Jesus, a big piece of that was psychedelic drugs. And he asked me my opinion on what I believe those uh, substances and compounds 
what their role is now post Jesus, right? And so I shared with him, you know, my personal opinion on it, having never done any large doses of psychedelics post uh, post Jesus. I tried about a month of microdosing mushrooms. That was about it. Um, and to be honest, it just felt like what you want a good cup of coffee coffee to feel like. And not every time did it feel like that, right? So <laughs> um, in my opinion, a little bit overrated. Uh, and who knows, my opinion on that may change later. But the, the larger doses where you're kind of having these out-of-body experiences or seeing things or experiencing visualizations, quite literally being taken to another dimension, um, oftentimes people go into that to fix a problem, but they're going into it for a fast solution to a problem that takes time to uncover the layers of and really a problem that might take seven years to solve, but they receive the answer too early. Right, and this can cause a little bit of unrest for people because you know, even a blessing and an inheritance received too early can cause damage. You know, and so for myself, when I did them, uh, you know, back in my late teens and early twenties, for me personally, and this is how I came to Jesus, it brought up you know childhood traumas, and I've got other uh, podcasts and YouTube videos that share on that a little bit more. But with that journey, um, those traumas may not have been something that naturally I would have uh, tried to handle or deal with until let's say my 30s or late 20s so maybe 10 years early and I'm thankful they came up because in the long run it's what led me to Jesus because I realized there's all this stuff junk and funk that I wasn't able to deal with and with that I needed to know the healer and so it led to me being hungry and curious for healing but I would do those drugs and be put out for two weeks at a time because I just didn't emotionally and mentally have the bandwidth to be able to handle the revelations that that were coming through on it. And so with that, I'm painting this comparison of, you know, when people go on these larger doses of um, magic mushrooms or DMT or, or acid or ayahuasca, my personal opinion of it now looking back is I was looking for acceleration while lacking maturation. I wanted to go fast, but I didn't know how to drive fast. I also didn't know what to do when I got there to the place I was wanting to drive to. And so when it comes to injuries coming up now, and for those of you guys curious on my standpoint on um, psychedelics now, my, my perspective is exactly what I'm saying here. I feel like a lot of people are looking for a fast solution to a patient problem that needs years. And for that... There's a just a fresh perspective of, of going into these situations or challenges in our lives with the emotional resilience to be able to sit in the desert like Jesus did and just hang out with lies and, and damage and trauma and be able to speak truth to them one by one, day by day, second by second, rather than trying to get the whole 40 days done in, you know, a four hour mushroom trip. That's my perspective on it now. Um, and I do believe that Jesus can use those experiences because I was one of them. Um, but I don't really recommend anybody, especially Christians, to dive into those um, at this season. But if you are listening to this and you are a Christian, you have dove in. Hey, Jesus will show up for you, but it's a dangerous playing field. And you just got to know the risks as you go into it. Um, all right. That's a, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But with injuries, it's the same conversation. On sometimes we want 
the fast healing or the fast lesson rather than I know for myself I wanted this lower back injury to be gone you know three four months ago now but it's still lingering there it's getting better it's getting better and better I'm learning lessons throughout the whole experience and I'm thankful for that and sometimes and this is the whole point of this podcast I think we try to get out of the lessons too quickly we try to get out of the learning or out of the classroom too quickly we want to say we learned our lesson from and it's done but there's a certain amount of humility that comes from saying man I don't know what the lesson is fully yet from this but I'm willing to show up to class each day and I'm open to receiving it. I really think God blesses that. And I don't think everything has to be slow either. You know, we live in the kingdom. Miracles happen every single day. Signs, wonders, and blessings. But in the same way Jesus said, you shouldn't chase the signs and wonders. We just want to spend time with him. Sometimes we've just got to slow down to the point to where it's a physical injury or a bankruptcy or a new job or a getting fired from a job or a breakup, whatever it might be. We've got to slow down enough to actually have that conversation with him because we can get ourselves so busy that we run around without talking to him. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you're going through a season right now to where you're dealing with something um, physically traumatic like an injury or maybe emotionally traumatic like a a big shift uh, in career relationships, sit in that pain for a little bit and see what lies come up. When they come up, don't get mad at them. Well, I won't even say that. Feel whatever emotions come up when you see them. Feel some anger, feel some anxiety, feel some fear. But know that on the other side of that anxiety, fear, anger is a solution for you. And so just as Jesus sat and he listened to the devil and his lies, he rebuked them, right? And the exact thing that the devil said was going to cause him trouble or would be his solution, Jesus went to the opposite, right? And so when that voice of fear or illusion or, um, or overwhelm, which are illusions, right? Perfect love is the only real thing here. When they start to speak to you and create these false realities in your head, grab onto what is real and what you know, and that's that Jesus loves you, that you are walking with authority every single day. There's nobody on this earth like you. And when you show up in the room, the atmosphere changes for the better. And even if right now your knee hurts, your back hurts, your heart hurts, you walk with so much stinking power and other people will be benefited by hearing what you're going through and knowing what you're going through and being able to help you as you walk through what you're going through. So you're not alone. You're just as powerful today as you were before this, if not more powerful, because now you've got a little bit of extra perspective. So as you deal with your injuries, be open for the lessons. Be open for new gifts like your voice, for instance, or your patience or your ability to listen to come up for you. Start to see those gifts just shine. And show up for the people you love as a better man or better person because of this. Don't sit in your own pity. Use what you still can, the faculties that still remain, and go after it each day. You got a passion, you got a purpose, you got things you're here to get done. So don't let 
something like your knee pain or your lower back pain or your shoulder pain, wrist, elbow, ankles, feet, neck. Don't let it hold you back. There's still something you can do, even with those. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. I know it's helpful for me just to speak out. I <laughs> uh, really appreciate y'all for listening in. Again, share this uh, podcast with somebody who you think it could help out. Uh, throw it on your stories. You know, share it on Facebook. Send an email to somebody. Whatever you want to do uh, for this, go ahead and, and do it. Send it on out, and please go ahead and. Uh, Give this five stars whatever platform you're on as it helps more people to be able to see it. Let's get this thing number one in the health category and just get some people being able to see the love of Jesus and how it bleeds into their body, their mind, and so much more. All right, guys. Love y'all. I'm heading out. Take care. Almost forgot, guys. If you are tuning into this puppy uh, within the month of October of 2023, There is an amazing new Kingdom Health program coming out on the 24th called The Ingredients of Shalom, where we're going to be diving in on how to be able to biohack and supernaturally override overwhelm out of your body. It's going to be a great, great experience. It's super cool how the only word for health in the Bible is the word shalom, which means completeness, fullness, lacking nothing, right? And so we're going to be diving in how to be able to embody Shalom and what those different ingredients are inside the program. So it's going to be a quick one week program, lots of live videos and application on the inside of it. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, I'll leave a link to it in the podcast details there. So thanks again for listening, guys. I'll see you later.